Another edition of the 24K podcast. Katie Wingy alongside Chris Dempsey here. And Demps, what did we do today? We talked a lot of Nuggets basketball. It was great. The schedule came out. We it's broke dropped, it down. y'all. Schedule is dropped. Are you so excited? Because I'm so excited. I am. This is actually just one of my favorite days of the year. It just always is because, yeah, of course, every team plays 82. Fine, we understand that. <laughs> yeah. But just exactly where these games shake out, who they're against, it's just it's it's all very interesting, and I loved it. We know you love me and Chris Dempsey, but we wanted to bring in a couple other Altitude voices for yep. this one, too. It actually was streamed live on the Altitude TV Facebook page. Uh, Vic Lombardi and Chris Marlowe joined us. We are going to send it over to that audio now so you guys can take a full listen to everything we talked about in regards to the Nuggets 2019-2020, which is crazy to say. I know. Basketball schedule. Boy, I'm old. Hey, uh, don't mind us. We're just perusing the Nuggets schedule here on the Altitude TV Facebook. Welcome, everybody. Vic Lombardi, Katie Wingy, Chris Dempsey, Chris Marlowe. Happy to be bringing you Nuggets basketball again this season. And the NBA releasing its schedule. Uh, we've got a chance to peruse through this here uh, for a few minutes. Uh, let's start with you, Marlowe. Yeah. Immediate thoughts when you looked at the Nuggets schedule. I think their schedule is pretty good. Uh, there's some good months. There's some bad months. What I really like is is the closing month of April, where I believe the Nuggets play seven games, five of them, five of them at home. And I think that's going to be a big change from uh, recent schedules where the, the Nuggets always get buried in that last month. But I, I, I like the schedule a lot. Katie, there are 82 games on this schedule, 41 at home. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. I just counted. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I'm with Marlo. I think Compared to last year's schedule, especially, it seems like it's a little bit more fair. I would hope that the Nuggets would be um, excited about there's no two-week road trip at the end of March where, you know, they're fighting for their yeah. lives like they have in the past couple seasons. Who knows? Maybe they might be fighting for their lives in March. But I, I like the, the give and take that's here. Um, it feels like there are some good home stretches, a couple away stretches that are four games or so. Uh, they were pretty fair to them on back-to-back. -back. So I think overall, I, I like I think it's a fair schedule for Denver. Christopher, let's start with the season opener. I like this. I, I like it, it's sort of a rivalry that's brewing, that's been brewing between two teams that recently met in the playoffs, the Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. They will meet on the night of October 23rd, Wednesday in Portland. Oh, yeah. I like that opener. I, I do too. And I think the, the NBA is just really smart about this kind of stuff. You have a great series. You have a seven game series, very exciting series between two teams in the playoffs. Uh, and then they match them up <laughs> first game of the season uh, in Portland. Just continue to, uh, you know, stoke that rivalry, continue to uh, you know, uh, capitalize on that momentum mm -hmm. uh, of that. So I, I really do like that about it. I second Chris. I do like the end of the schedule. Seven out of the last 10 Nuggets games are uh, at home, um, you know, and their, their longest singular road trip is is only nine games. So, I mean, this is something that the NBA has tried to uh, get a get a handle on over the last couple of years, making sure that miles are reduced, um, making sure that back-to-backs are reduced. And so I think this schedule reflects that. So you got a peek there at the October schedule. It starts on the road, of course, at Portland in the first home game at home against Phoenix on uh, Friday, October 25th. We're going to go blow by, by blow here through the entire schedule, but I can tell you this. I love the way it starts, and I think it's a soft start for the Nuggets. I really do. 
10 of the first 12 opponents, according to my math, yeah. were teams that did not make the playoffs last year. Yeah. I think the, the big key for the Denver Nuggets and one of the, the big positives this season is going to be their continuity. They got almost all their guys back. They only lost Trey Lyles. They've added three bigs that were not uh, really uh, – efficient last year or were not in the program last year. Uh, Porter Jr., you've got Bull Bull, you've got uh, Jeremy Grant. And if you can get off to a good start, like they did last season, and, and chalk up a bunch of wins in October, November, December, uh, you're going to be hard to catch. So I, I love the way it starts, and I love starting at Portland. I think that's a game that could really set the tone. And there are a lot of home games uh, right off the top, too. I mean, five of the first ten, are this, it's a split, but when you get beyond that, it's a lot of home games to start mm -hmm. the season for the Knights. You see a back-to-back there, Sacramento and the Mavericks. It's Sacramento on the road, the Mavericks at home. Mm -hmm. So you got a few of those back-to-backs, but the Nuggets were the best team in basketball in those back-to-backs last year. Then on to the month of November, which is really home heavy. Look at all those home games, gang. I mean, you have to take care of business. That's the other thing too, right? With, with this Denver Nuggets team, the way they played last season, there's gonna be even loftier expectations, I think, with them this season. And so this in particular to me, like you guys have mentioned, you can't have a slow start. You have to take care of business when you're going up against teams who didn't make the playoffs uh, and Denver being as talented as they are. But then it's also the home games. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to win those home games and set that tone the way that they have. When you start to see that uh, schedule uh, get a little tougher in November. You saw Philadelphia on that schedule. You saw Brooklyn on that schedule. You saw Houston, Houston. in that. You know, so Boston. Boston is in, the, in, in that month as well. So you, you start easy. You st then 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 there's the, the competition ratchets up. Really is it really easy though? Uh, I mean, no, no. I mean, well, well yeah, comparatively. I think, I think the first twelve games, the first twelve games, and you can say what you want. Yeah. Because everything changes. Eleven and one. I said, I said, they, I said, <laughs> okay. ten, twelve. Eight of those twelve opponents, eight of the twelve opponents, did not make the playoffs yeah. last year. And, and and I'm looking at these teams in Phoenix, Sacramento, uh, New Orleans is going to be much improved. Mm -hmm. Miami, uh, uh, Minnesota, Atlanta, okay. Memphis. So here's a thought for you, though. Do the Denver Nuggets play better or worse against teams that are not as good? Do they what? I'm sorry. Play better or worse against teams that are not as good? The, the, I, the, I the only thing I could measure this against is what they did last year. If you're telling true. me that Memphis. But the, the, the game, they lost some bad games last they year. They did? Yes. Not a whole lot of them. them. True. That's very did true. better than against sub-500 yeah. teams. You don't win 54 by losing to bad teams. You win 54 true. by beating good and bad. I'm just saying, if you're looking for any softness in the schedule, I think it's great that you open the season with an easier schedule, get the confidence going. Do you guys remember last year when they, what was that, an eight and one start? Yeah, was it nine and one. Nine and one, who yeah. was the first loss? Off the top oh, of your head. I, the... I can't remember. How, how dumb are we that we can't remember the first, the first loss from the last one year? One loss in 10 games. By the way, if anybody Golden wants to State? remark, uh, comment, uh, please do so Golden via State, the Facebook page. Golden we will State read your here. questions on we the air. We beat them at home the first, that first time we played them? I, yeah. I threw the schedule from last year behind us because I didn't think Isn't that, that amazing how quickly we forget, yeah. though? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought it was a road game they lost. Wasn't it to the Clippers? Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was to the Clippers. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, it was right at the top, and I think it was actually to the Lakers. Right off the, um, wasn't it, wasn't it to the Lakers right off the bat? Uh, you tell me, and we'll both. <laughs> 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 My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. I, 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 one of the things that's going to intrigue me, so the Nuggets home court advantage is going to be great. And you have to figure that the sellout crowds are even going to be better this year. They mm -hmm. went from 
three to 14. I think last year they had like 24, 25 yeah, sellouts. Bunch. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I think this year the Nuggets are going to be a hot ticket. Everybody's going to want to see yeah. them. And that's going to be another motivator, another factor in how well they play at home. Well, they should be able to pile up the wins with the fans going nutty. Absolutely. And this was a team that, I mean, it, the energy that it got from the crowd was, I mean, these these players, they talked about it mm -hmm. all season long. Mm -hmm. It helped them through yeah. those games. And, I, and you're right. I mean, I mean, they, they got off to a, well, they were one of the best home teams in the, in the NBA, and a large part of that was the crowd. By the way, uh, I've got a verified, confirmed in my year, Scott Bay, first loss of the year last year was to the Lakers. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I thought I remembered that. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at the month of December. We showed you how the season starts. Well, December features the longest homestand of the season, five games in nine days from the 12th to the 20th. Uh, December features 16 games total, nine of them at home, seven of them on the road. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, this is kind of your typical NBA month, right, right, right here. Except for the one circled on the 25th where the Nuggets haven't been for quite some time. I know. Uh, yeah, exactly. That to me too. Well, and that's, that's Zion Williamson coming to, to Denver for actually the only time that he's going to be in Denver yeah. uh, this year. They play the Pelicans three times, two in New Orleans, but Christmas Day game for this team, uh, you know, the this is a place where they, you know, in years past, they were on Christmas Day kind of yep. a lot. And now them for them to get back on this day, is a, it's a big deal. We don't have times yet. I wonder what time they would throw the Nuggets on in that barrage of games on Christmas Day because there's so it's many probably games. probably a little later is my They have time for Christmas later. Day. I think so yeah, because it's uh, Christmas. Oh, okay, we already have it. It's yeah. 8.30. I'm, oh. I mean, that could be wrong. That, that is the, oh, that's perfect. I was yeah. hoping. I was begging for that. You could play late, some golf and, and get <laughs> some presents <laughs> and, and still make Christmas the Nuggets yeah. game. No, the beauty of it is, you know, for those who enjoy opening the gifts at home, you get to open the gifts at home, spend time with the family, watch a few other games, and show up at Pepsi Center, 8.30 tip-off. I usually show up at 8.29. Yeah. <laughs> that actually is true. And that's there's, and there's your game. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. You can't do you ask for much more. Do you think they'll have to deal with I-25 traffic on that day? Do we have to That's a good point. I don't know if people that. drive on Christmas Day. Can I bring day? up something that's kind of off yes. the wall? You, you seem to be a traditionalist. You would open your presents on Christmas Day. But I think, like Katie Wingy would say, let's open like two or three of them on Christmas Eve. One on Christmas Eve. Oh, one, one on Christmas yes, Eve. Yes, that was the, that's the Wingy That's tradition. the one? And what yeah. about you, Dempsey? Yep. Uh, they were all on Christmas morning. All Christmas. Yeah. Okay. If we were all Christmas Eve, by the way. My wife insists on Christmas Day, but growing up, we were all Christmas Eve. Yeah. Of course, oh. I opened every present a month before. That's and then you rewrapped it? Yeah. Re wrapped it and put yeah. it back in? I was the master of the rewrap. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's take a question. If you have any questions via Facebook, feel free to comment there at the bottom of your page. Josh Moore says, how important is it for the Nuggets to start strong? We talked about this, Katie. A great strong start for any team gets the confidence rolling. And even more so in this case, just because, like you guys have mentioned, the quote-unquote softer NBA mm -hmm. teams, not that there are so many soft teams uh, in this league right now, but they have to take care of business when they are the better team. And it is clear that they are the better team. And especially those home games. November is a home-heavy month. they got to be able to take care of business at home. And if they can do that, like you said, Vic, mm -hmm. I think the confidence will be huge for this team. And even Marlowe, talking about implementing guys like Michael Porter Jr. and Jeremy Grant and these kind of new faces, yeah. how will they fit in the system? they got to figure that out early. Yeah, and I think if you look at the Western Conference teams, they all got a lot of new guys. You look at the yep. Lakers, Clippers, mm -hmm. they got to integrate all these guys. They're a bunch of East Coast teams that picked up new players. And so that's going to that's gonna effective, effectively limit how well they can play right off the bat. Mm -hmm. As I said before, the Nuggets returning, what, 11 out of 12 or mm -hmm. 
12 out of 13, uh, I think that's going to be a huge factor. And I think the Nuggets guards, they're going to be the key to the season. If, if Jamal Murray and Gary Harris can take a step up, Gary remains healthy and Jamal can step up to the all-star level. Yeah. This Nuggets team, it, uh, yeah. the, the potential is unlimited. Well, would, in, in a Western Conference that is going to be as good as we've seen it top to bottom in quite some time, you don't want to get buried early. And you don't want to be fighting mm -hmm. among the bottom three or four spots because you got off to a bad start. Yeah. Uh, this schedule allows them to the opportunity to be able to, to get off to a good start. Uh, and then in that Western Conference, I think it's important that you do. All right, let's turn the page to the month of January 2020, mm -hmm. featuring 16 games to be played, six of those at home, mm -hmm. 10 on the road. And this month, by the way, has the longest road trip of the year. Five games in nine days. So get ready to hit the road, Jack. Gonna be on the road there for a while, but uh, you see a couple of those games that are circled there that are nationally televised as well as altitude television. Uh, January is another those another one of those months that features some potholes. Anytime you play the Rockets, historically, is a pothole game. Anytime you play the Utah Jazz, good luck with that. So I think January is going to be one of those months that it's a proving ground month for the Nuggets. Well, there's Milwaukee on the board as well. <laughs> there's the Indiana Pacers twice. Never easy there's there. The Clippers in, in there. So yeah, I mean that is a very difficult month. And then some sneaky difficult teams. And we talked about the Atlanta Hawks early, and obviously they this is probably still not a playoff team. But that is a that is a basketball team. That's a road game there. That that's a very difficult yeah. game uh, to get to kind of navigate your way through with some of the young talent that they have. Uh, there in in Atlanta, the Nuggets so, lost at Atlanta last year. Uh, they yeah. did, yeah. And, and so you know, there's uh, this is an interesting month, uh, and, and we'll just see how the Nuggets are able to kind of navigate their way through that. I have to say, excuse me for one second, is I've gone through an extensive evaluation of January, and <laughs> oh wow, that was, that was it, a, it has I put uh, it's got a little yeah. frowny face there. A, a frowny face. <laughs> and this is the toughest month. If they can get off to a good start and navigate this, maybe go uh, a little above 500 in this month. Uh, six at home, ten on the road. Tough games everywhere. Well, anytime they, you play more road games than home yeah. games, it's yeah, a tough month. Absolutely. And that's, that's, all right, a couple more questions coming on the Facebook page here. Frowny, Gary wants to frowny, know, frowny face. who's going to have a breakout year this year that didn't have one last year? So who will be the person this year that says, ooh, look at this. Look at here. Can I, can I start? Sure. What? Sure, is, give is yourself okay? the microphone. Oh, that sorry. sounds right. In fact, I'll handle the rest of the show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think Wancho is going to turn things around. I think Wancho, mm -hmm. who uh, played for the most part injured at the end of the year, I think Wancho, and I don't know what the definition is of a breakout year, mm -hmm. but I think Wancho will contribute more than he did last year. Is that fair? Yeah. That is fair. Um, you know, so many, so many guys on that team contributed last year. When you think about even... The players that were rotation players off the bench, and I'm talking Malik Beasley, Monte Morris, uh, Mason Plumley, they all had really good years. Torrey Craig, uh, they had good years. And so if I'm getting beyond those guys, I almost would just go to a guy like uh, maybe a Michael Porter or a Bull Bowl or something like that, which I have been. This is just me talking here, so this is. Dempsey, you can't take am, the entire roster no, as your breakout player. No, 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 my yeah, name ten guys. Names. No, I'm just. Ten I'm, guys. I eliminated nine because yeah. those guys they played. They had their breakout Thomas year. Thomas Wilson's not going to help this year. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go to a guy who just didn't even play at all because he wasn't on the team, and I think Bull Bull. Well, you can go Jerry Grant. I'm going to go Bull Bull because I. 
I, just from what we saw, and we, we watched him uh, a few times here in Summer yeah. League, just from what we saw, I just think that his ceiling is bigger than I thought it might be going into this summer. So Chris Dempsey's just gone through every single player every on the Nuggets. <laughs> don't even need no. Historically. I want to eliminate some um, players. Here's a question from Albert Hansley, and this is a very apropos question. We'll start with you, Marlo. Do you think Denver will have a tougher season this year based on the fact they're not a surprise team anymore? Yeah. People are expecting an A game. Can I give you my breakout player? It's Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> All right, thank you for just, that. Just, just going back for a that second, Michael Porter Jr. is the Maserati in the garage that you haven't right, you haven't taken for a spin yet. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's going to be a terrific player. If he's healthy, huh. he will be a, a guy – He's got a chance to be the third leading scorer for the Denver Nuggets. You're going to have you're going to have Jokic. You're going to have Murray. I think it's going to be Michael Porter Jr. Okay, uh, what was the question again? Question is, will the schedule be tougher simply because the Nuggets are no longer the hey look at the Nuggets? They're they're Agreed. no longer a secret. Agreed. People are going to prepare for them. Yeah, I think so. I I think actually the Nuggets will have better personnel this season, but they might not win as many games. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my Marlowe yeah. prediction yeah. for the season. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, 54 wins does not a season make. The season starts, as we all know, in mid-April. Yeah. But will they be a better team when it means most? That's the question. Yeah, that is. And I actually think they will win 54 again. I, I don't, you know, I mean, I think. Even in a loaded Western Conference? Yeah, yeah I, I do. And, and because of that is, it, the reason why I say that is because I think the players on the current team their improvement will keep them in a space. So yeah, the, the, the rest of the Western Conference is improved. There's no doubt about that. But I think the improvement in Jamal Murray's game and Gary Harris's game and uh, just a lot of the players who uh, you know, are working on this in the summer and coming back more dynamic will help this team be more dynamic. I mean, you go back and watch some of the stuff that they were running in the playoffs. And where players were, let's just take Gary Harris, for example, and how many times they ran him to his right hand. Okay, well, good. What if they were run him equally to his left? And these are things that I'm sure that he's working on in the summer and they are working on. So when the team is more dynamic, I think they rise to the level of other teams around them that have improved. Can I, I'm going to add something just really quick on mm -hmm. that note. I still think that teams are going to treat them as underrated. Really? I still think they're going to sleep on them. And I think the players think that, too. I think the coaching staff thinks that. I think the players think that they're still not necessarily getting the respect well, that they Vegas deserve. has. True. And, I mean, they're, they're growing in a lot of the ranks, and they're going to have more national games this year and all of that. those, obviously, additions. But I still think because they don't have a quote-unquote superstar, Nicole Jokic is such a unique player and is a superstar to us as Denver fans – but they don't they don't have a LeBron, they don't have a Kawhi, they don't you know what I mean? Like it's still mm. these guys who are trying to make mm. names for themselves the way that they play is such together basketball. I would say it's, most teams are woke on the Denver Nuggets now. Woke. Are wo who are you? <laughs> My so, daughter told me to so say that, 19. and that would be a good no. way to use it. I think it, right? they're still sleeping. Are you Snapchat to someone? <laughs> Chris Marler just said woke, and I need it in a. And I need that clipped off. In Whoever is recording this, I need it clipped, and so I can just repeat that over and over and tweet it out again. Monte Morris said something to uh, me and Katie when we had him on a podcast earlier uh, this summer, and he says, um, you know, the thing about what the Nuggets are going to be individually as players going into each games, they're going to go in with a swagger and a confidence that they thought they had going into last year, but then found out by the end of the season, oh, yeah, we are this. We are mm -hmm. these guys. 
they're going to walk into the season that way this year. And they're going to walk into each game that way this year. And I mm -hmm. think that matters. And that's important to walk with confidence in this game. Let's take a look at the month of February. Of course, it's the All-Star Game month. So fewer games in Feb. Ten games total. Five at home. Five of them on the road. Eight of those games, by the way, all but two of them against Western Conference teams. You see a lot of circles there. Those are all nationally televised, as well as a few of those on Altitude TV. Lakers, Clippers. Let, let me ask you guys off the top. Who's going to be a better team, the Lakers or the Clippers? Clippers. Based on? Yeah. Based on a better roster top to bottom. I mean, based on Kawhi Leonard going, coming from NBA uh, uh, Finals MVP, taking a Toronto team to a Finals a title, moving on over to L.A., and I, I expect that he will have the exact same impact there. Paul George, mm -hmm. also on that roster. A team that was already a playoff team that beat Golden State with Kevin Durant twice in Golden State in the first round of the playoffs. That roster, top to bottom, is really, really good. And all they really did was switch out a couple of guys for Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. That's Depends on met. two things. Whichever team stays healthier mm -hmm. and whichever team decides to defend. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis decide that they want to defend mm. this year, that's going to be a completely different level of defense. Obviously, the guard play for the Clippers is huge defensively, and good luck getting mm. through that. But with that in mind, if Anthony Davis and LeBron decide to prioritize defense, then it's a harder call. Because I personally, I do not think that LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to be healthier than Kawhi and Paul George. So Kay I would say Katie just too. nailed it. The health of the L.A. Lakers, yeah. two injury-prone 30-year-olds, yes. Anthony Davis and your guy, LeBron James, probably going to miss 15 <laughs> to 20 this year again, and the Clippers going to have the best defense in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got... I, just, just, I just, like, get to players three, four, and five for the Lakers. Who are they? Players three, four, Does and five. Uh, Patrick yeah, Beverly. If Anthony Davis and LeBron James are playing that the highest level of basketball that they can play, doesn't matter who three, four, Kyle and five Kuzma's, are. Absolutely. Kyle Kuzma's on that list of okay. three, four, and five. Yeah. And your problem is what? What's four or five? That's my prime. That's, yeah. that's my point. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the depth in their roster will get them at some point. Um, yeah, will they be a good regular season team? They will. But when you get to, when you get past Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and you still got Montrez Harrell, yeah. and you still have Lou Patrick Williams, Beverly. and you still have Patrick Beverly, yeah. and you still have, like, there are, it's a very clear advantage to me, I agree. Uh, it, you know, of those two teams. And I just think, uh, and defensively, I don't think it will be even close. Yeah. Right. The Clippers will and be close. And Doc, Doc Rivers yeah. is Doc Rivers. Let's take a look at the battle uh, with Los Angeles. They play the Lakers. The Nuggets played the Lakers four times. They played the Clippers three times. That's that imbalanced schedule you got to deal with. Here is a look at both of those teams. Four again against the Lakers, two at home, two away. Only one away game in L.A. against those Clippers. Yeah. I'm I'd rather have a fall that way than yeah. the other way, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, but there it is in case you're planning any trips uh, to the West Coast to watch the Lake Show and the Clip Joint. Well, you're not even seeing the Clippers until January. Did you just make that up? Is that what? a thing? Is that a Clip Joint? You yeah. ever heard of that? Clip Joint is a thing? Clip oh, yeah. I've oh, yeah. never yeah. heard that. Wow. Yeah. It's trending. Okay. Vic just said it. Just like the Nuggets being woke is trending? Should Here's be. another question. Jacob, be, Jacob right. on the uh, Facebook page of the Nuggets. Going to announce any new city and or statement jersey designs for this upcoming season. They they got some sweet ones they debuted last year. I know this. Uh, it's all secret. It, if they do, we have no idea. Nobody told us. 
And the marketing department is planning some cool things for each of these games. Now that the schedule has been released, you will see every game will have some sort of theme. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see it. Especially those Friday night home games. I would, if you're looking for a couple to go to that um, you don't really care who the Nuggets are playing, you just want to see the Nuggets. And Friday dance? night home yeah, games. Are we dancing yeah, again? Are we there might be again? some dancing. Okay. There might be some music that's that's taking place there. Who knows? Who knows what marketing has to do? Yeah! These were the EDM nights last year. Uh -huh. Yes. And um, so... They were pretty successful, I think. I'm I hoping so. they bring back some of the oldsters too. I really enjoyed uh, when the, the when they bring Brothers. back the start. Oh gosh! That well, was no, great. I meant the players. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I meant the, the players. The players, damn. Oh, the Marlo, players. Marlo, Marlo, Although I do enjoy the Doobie Brothers. If you could pick one music, music. it's a good song. I'm riding down the highway. I do have to admit, when Alex English was here last year, that was so cool yeah. to have Alex English in the house yeah. for that game. All He's right, let's aura. Wait, musical artist of choice, who would you have come? Uh, Stones. Okay. Well, they were just here. Yeah. <laughs> the they can come back for a Nuggets game. <laughs> what are they doing? Nothing. Yes. How about you? Music of choice. Who would it be? Um, Band of choice. This should not be a hard question. You shouldn't have to, have to think about it this long. I do have to think about going to go Dempsey first. I'll go Musical old school. selection. I'll go yeah. old school and I'll go Earth, Wind, and Fire. You mean they oh, could play at a Nuggets game? Yeah, they would agree with If yeah. you had your choice. How about 303? They've already they been, here. been there. I know. Yeah. They come again. We okay. like them. Yeah, yeah. Right. What do you think? Like I don't, you know, Post Malone maybe? Yeah. Jay-Z, maybe? Hmm. Post Malone, Malone. Yeah. great. That's Vic's boy. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time doing the show with hands, like, are right, we going to go Post Malone? And he thought Post Malone meant post-game sound for Michael Malone. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, oh. let's go to the month of March. Uh, see, see how the Nuggets fare in mm. the month of March. Here it is. 16 games, 6 at home, 10 on the road. So if... They're jockeying for playoff position now, and this is when things get interesting. You know, the season starts, as they say, after that All-Star game. This is why March is so important. You got 10 games on the road, gang. Yeah, 9 of 11 in a stretch on, on the road, and that's, uh, that's difficult. So, so, so you, this is where the NBA schedule gets interesting, because on one hand, you say, oh, well, the, the, the Nuggets' longest road trip is it's only a nine-game set, you know, five days, nine, but... Uh, really what matters is this kind of stuff here when you're going nine out of eleven when you know and and it starts to getting really thick over the course of an entire month now mm -hmm. uh, that's 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 a tough now, one. Now, now take a look March 11 Dallas much improved March 13 will he be playing San Antonio I think he will be by yeah. then March 13 we know about the Spurs then you got March 15 the Lakers and then March 18 you got the Clippers. Good luck. I think that right That's there, that four-game stretch yeah. is the toughest of the season. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So those are very, very good teams. And then you get Oklahoma City. So that's that's that used to be tough, but that one. I was just gonna say, yeah, Oklahoma City is one of the national games too, and I'm like wondering why. You know, it's, yeah. isn't it weird though when you see their logo? It's like, oh, and then you're like, oh, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> it, don't you have that reaction? Right. Oh, yeah, they have no yeah, I was like, oh. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if Chris Paul sticks there, they're gonna be better than people think. I, I see a return to prominence for Chris Paul running the show. He's got some young guys. He's got some guys that'll really be hungry. No, I don't think. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, they're gonna that. they're gonna beat some teams, and sure. you're gonna be surprised. But they're not a playoff team. Yeah. No, not even close. Not a playoff. Probably not. But they're gonna be. There's gonna be games that you go. Oh, they beat the Lakers. Oh, well, they and beat, I expect yeah. Chris Paul to be long gone. He already doesn't want to be there. I'm just saying, if he's there. 
Watch out. Okay, mm. uh, Lee, this is not a this is a fact. This is not an opinion. Which team has given the Nuggets the Houston. most fits? Thank you very much. Before it was out of my mouth. <laughs> ding, 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 Let's ding, take ding. a look at the uh, Nuggets matchup against well, those Houston Rockets. I get it. I know, yeah. but just historically speaking, over the last few I years, it's been the number, toughest matchup. And the Rockets have, uh, you know, they've encountered some changes. Obviously, mm. they swapped Chris Paul for uh, Russell Westbrook, and there we have it. First game at home on November 20th, then two in a row on the road in Houston, uh, followed by the uh, home finale against the Rockets January 26th. And I don't know what it is about the Rockets' style. Uh, James Harden, maybe he's the difference. The Nuggets simply don't match up against this team. Do you see that changing? I have a hot take about this. I actually think that they'll match up better now that Westbrook is on that team. Okay. Because I think the Nuggets do a pretty good job defending Westbrook, yeah. and it means less touches for James Harden if he's in the game. And let Westbrook shoot. Exactly. Like that that's <laughs> right. kind of how the Nuggets they've done a pretty good job of contesting all of Westbrook's shots. I mean, Capella gives the Nuggets a lot of trouble on that high screen, but if they can have Westbrook in that instead of Harden, maybe they match up better against them. I think Houston is is an interesting team. I I've always thought the the reason the Nuggets don't beat the Warriors a lot is because Warriors have better talent, just mm -hmm. have better guys. Mm -hmm. But I always thought that Houston, they've got good talent, but the Nuggets have not figured out how to beat the Houston Rockets yet in, in terms of guarding James Harden. I think Torrey Craig is is getting there. The Nuggets maybe have some other players, Jemory Grant, some other guys that can guard. And I think it's just you have to learn how to play against that team. And I think once the Nuggets unlock that little mystery, they'll be able to beat the, the Rockets consistently. Well, I, and part of the issue is that, you know, the Rockets offensively get everything. So, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's that you just want to take away the, you know, Capella lobs and Capella's influence from, you know, free throw, free throw line down toward the basket, or you can try to take away the three-point mm -hmm. shot, but mm -hmm. taking away both is what gets a lot of teams in trouble because you can't. And, you know, as James Harden has been, it's you, been you gotta so good. You've got to guard Harden better. You've got to guard Harden better. You don't but, need to put three you, guys on him. I, I, you just I, have you to not Chris, foul him. Nobody guards but, James Harden. Well, well, that's how why you do he that, went, though, If nobody guard James Harden, then they should have won the NBA championship last year. Yeah, how did they lose? Yeah. Listen, they lost because they're the depth of their roster, they sacrificed mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. They've sacrificed yeah. that. And so when you lose a Trevor Reason, you lose Luke Richard and Bamute, and you had a defensive presence the way they had a couple of seasons ago, and now you don't have that anymore? Well, okay, so then, then they went back to what they were three seasons ago, which is just an offensive so wait, are team. You, are that you telling us that playoffs. Golden State's the only team that could beat Houston in the playoffs? Because that's the only team that's done it the well, last year. I was going to say, I mean, that's, that's really their only. Yeah. Like, if I was Houston, I would have just run it back because mm -hmm. Golden State's obviously clearly not the same team, and that's the only team that's beaten you in the mm -hmm. playoffs. All right, let's take a look at the final month of the uh, regular season for the Nuggets, the month of April when you got to be ready to go. This is the month that uh, makes or breaks when it comes to playoff positioning and a lot of blue. A lot of blue. You're right. That's blue, right? I'm colorblind. Yeah. Yes. All right, that, so that means a lot of home games. That, that's that's wonderful. I mean, you start with I think is an easy schedule, and you finish with a bunch of home games. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. It's and that last face. game, by the way, that circle, that's actually an altitude game. So you will hear the lovely voice of Chris Marlowe calling that Can one. you see this? Yeah. Smiley face down at the bottom. Okay, good. This is a great month for the Nuggets. Historically, it has not been. Bunch of games on the road. You finish yeah. at Utah, which is going to be a challenge for sure. But Twice. hopefully the Nuggets will be in command there of their, of their fate, whatever it is. Yeah. I, I like April a lot. And the well, NBA does a nice thing here with, uh, uh, you know, there's Portland on that schedule in April as well. So uh, make, 
putting division matchups in the final month. You know, just uh, you never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we, we went through a game 82 with the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple of seasons ago. But I think the, it's one of the, uh, the good things I think the NBA has done, uh, and they do it again. Quick question here from Logan Spellman on Facebook saying, last season, highest win streak was seven games. If the Nuggets were to get eight plus in a row, Logan, you're getting greedy now. You yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, would they be more likely to get that at the beginning of the year or toward the end? And you've heard my, I, I think the beginning yeah, of the year. Beginning. I, I think there's a 10-game stretch there at the beginning of this season. 12-game uh, stretch. Eight mm. of the first 12 are against non-playoff teams from a year ago. I think that's when it can happen. 12-0. Mm -hmm. I'm looking right here. Yeah, Two, four, six, eight, ten. You went from 11-1 to 12-0. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul is going to I'm worried about that okay. game at Memphis. You know what is more important than that seven-game win streak that they had, though, was the amount Avoid of losing games. streaks. Yes, right. where they would lose two and then win the third game. That's yeah. way more impressive to me than It's like than baseball, winning. win series. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Win series, win the week. Yes. You win the week, you get to the playoffs automatically. Yeah. It's that easy. Um, all right, let's break down a couple of different things graphically here before we uh, take your predictions to close the show because uh, a lot of people want to know, and, and there's the uh, number if you want season tickets, uh, a lot of people want to know uh, how this is going to work out uh, for the Nuggets on the road versus home. They, they, as the NBA tells us, 41 road games and 41 home games. But uh, the back-to-backs, remember how last year the Nuggets were so good on these back-to-backs? Best mm -hmm. in the NBA. Best in the league this year. And this year, you look at back-to-backs, it's that uh, third item on the list. They've got 13 of them, three of which are at home. Games on Altitude TV, we got 75 of them, sports fans. 17 national games, seven exclusive to the national telecast. Longest road trip, five games, nine days in December. Homestand, five games, nine days, also in December. And you see the first 10 versus the last 10 of the season. Easy start. Great finish. Mm -hmm. You know what I like is, uh, and another reason for optimism for the Denver Nuggets this year, they have slowly but surely figured out how to win on the road. It, it, it's not a huge jump, but each year they're winning a couple games more, three games more, mm -hmm. four games more, and they're beating good teams on the road. Yeah. So uh, not only do they have the home court and the fans and the sellouts and all that stuff, they're getting better on the road with a more mature team with great talent. So expect the road wins to pick up too. Yeah, I agree. And um, you know that, that graphic there, 13 back-to-backs and three of them are home. I mean, there's only 10 that are home road or road road back-to-backs. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is really fantastic. And, uh, you know, for the, and I know the NBA, this is something, this is an initiative. It's not just the Nuggets here. It's, it's league-wide. They're reducing them down. And I think the average is 12.4 back-to-backs uh, for an NBA team this year. It's the lowest uh, it's ever been. Yeah, the lowest it's ever been. So, I mean, it's something that they're, they don't want to eliminate them because that is, it, you, this is the NBA. You, you have to play them back-to-back. -back. Yeah. But with player safety and all this kind of stuff, the, they've reduced them greatly. And this is as good a back-to-back schedule as you'll see. The back-to-backs just killed me, though, last year because we kept asking. Obviously, that was a huge storyline for the Nuggets, why are you so good on the second night of back? And they were like, yeah. we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know why we are. We just play it. Like, we just play basketball. Is that youth? Is that youth, though? There's a lot of youth talking when they bounce back. Uh, I mean, it could be youth, but uh, it takes a tremendous amount of toughness to be able to yeah. come back much and more wear on, play well. Much more wear and tear on Marlowe than it was you guys. <laughs> I would, you know, I was just thinking that. Yeah. But Dempsey's the one that needs load management more yeah. than any other announcer that we have here at Altitude. He's got to get to the gym. He's got to do the hair. He's got to do the makeup. Got to rest up. 
Yeah, my record on second and back-to-backs wasn't great. Not good. All right, so, so we've, identi- we've identified five key dates. I think each mm. of you have done this, right? Mm. Five key games to your liking. Uh, this is overall uh, the season opener in Portland, October 23rd. Home opener against the Suns at Pepsi Center, October 25th. Then the Christmas night game. In case you haven't heard, it's an 8.30 tip-off that night. It's the last of all the Christmas Day games for the Nuggets. The All-Star break. February 16th is the game in Chicago, and then the regular season finale at Utah on April 14th. So those are the five important games on the schedule. Is that our important five or a com- no, just, compilation? Just of a them. compilation. We, didn't the we key. open at home against Phoenix last year, too? I can't remember. We did, I yes. I think we did, and then we had Golden State. All right, so let's get your five key games on the schedule. My five key games. All right, I actually tried to pick some that I thought that Dempsey and Marlowe wouldn't pick. I didn't want them to be all exactly the same. That's exactly my list. So, okay. <laughs> is it really? No. It is not. The game on Halloween in New Orleans, I just think that's cool in general. It's going to be a little oh, bit spooky and yeah. crazy and weird things might happen. Who really knows? But excited uh, for the Nuggets to face Zion for the first time in that new look New Orleans mm-hmm. team. That's one that I had circled. The November 22nd game versus Boston. That's the first time the Nuggets will see Boston. I'm excited to see Kemba in a Celtics uniform, see how the Nuggets match up against them. They played well against Boston last year. Obviously, a lot of that tension between those two teams had to do with Kyrie Irving, but I'm still curious to see how the Celtics come out against Denver. Clippers on January 12th. That's at home. Excited to see Kawhi and Paul George here in Denver uh, for that matchup. And then Utah, the way that Utah looks this season, I'm just excited for any games that the Nuggets play, having it be a division rival, having it, you know, they upgraded their roster immensely. I think that that is a matchup that the Nuggets have struggled with in general. So to have them up their game, I think the Nuggets are going to have to up their game too. And then at Golden State on March 31st, being that new arena, I think Klay Thompson will be back by that point too for the Warriors if he comes back at all this season. Um, but to see how he's playing and to be in that new building for Denver, I'm excited to see that, especially towards the end of March. Christopher yeah. Dempsey, you're five. Yeah, they're actually pretty similar to uh, Katie's. Um, uh, I purposely the, didn't pick the Lakers or the Rockets. Yeah, well, I, I, the opener against Portland just because <laughs> I, I, yes. I love that opener. Um, Houston Rockets, and we talked about the Rockets. And I just think they're a very interesting team uh, with Russell Westbrook and how are they going to make that work. And can, is it, as Katie said earlier, is it now an equation that the Nuggets, a code that they can crack, or is it not? Um, then you have New Orleans, Zion's in town, and that is awesome. Zion is just one of my favorite players, it's it, just already, that's already. So that would be great. On Christmas night is even better. The Clippers, first time, and that is in lockstep with Katie, and so is that game against the Utah Jazz, a team that, as she has pointed out, is much improved. All right, uh, the truth of the matter is, Chris Marlowe, yeah. they can't read your handwriting. They provided their five key games via text. What do you mean you can't read my handwriting? You, well, I just want you to know. <laughs> I did it twice. Yes. On the front and the back. Nobody, nobody can read it. So we don't have a graphic of yours. Tell us your five key games. All right, I, I agree with the premise uh, about uh, the Portland Trailblazers, the opener. Uh, I love that, that they're playing at Portland. You remember last year they went to Portland. They beat them there. Mm-hmm. Gary Harris hit the big shot, and then uh, – uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, C.J. McCollum with the miss, and I just think if you're going to establish yourself on the road, you got to go to Portland. You got to set the tone. They got some new guys, but they got that backcourt. It's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, my next one that neither or neither of any of you had, November 14th. It's my birthday, baby. Where's 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 my graphic? Woo! 
Where's my graphic? I told you, you don't have a graphic. I don't have a graphic? No, because this is written down, not texted. If you, look, if you took penmanship well, class. How, how uh, <laughs> sloppy is that? November 14th, Again, home against the New Jersey Nets. Now, New you, Jersey? You, you cited Boston, yeah, the fireworks last year, but now Kyrie... Mm -hmm. is on the nets. And remember, oh. Jamal Murray yep. torching yeah. for 48 last time. is going to be home. Remember, he kicked the ball in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's just going to be a, a lot occasion. of fun. It's Wendy's yeah. Oh, Next up, Tuesday, <laughs> December 3rd. Yeah, LeBron and the Lakers are coming to Denver the first time they're going to be here. Hopefully, LeBron isn't hurt and on the disabled list by then. It's only December. <laughs> uh, Dempsey, uh, and more about that later. He'll be load managing that night. Yeah, yeah. the Lakers are here. Then I love the December 20th. 25th game also against the, the Pelicans here. Yeah, they play the Pelicans early, but this is national television. It's going to be a battle between two of the top Rookie of the Year candidates. Yes, Michael Porter Jr., eligible for Rookie of the Year. We're going to get that Maserati out of the garage. He's going to run right over Zion Williamson. Uh, and finally, I like uh, the Clippers game here, too. Kawhi's coming. You've got Paul George, Beverly. Uh, there's a little bad blood anyway between mm -hmm. the whole gang, and I, I, I think that's going to be a fun Scrappy game. So there's thing. there's five to remember. Mark those down. Fabulous. Uh, don't forget, we're carrying a couple uh, of the Nuggets preseason games on Altitude Television, mm -hmm. the October 10th game, and what's the other one, Scotty? And October 17th. So two of those preseason games, I'm sorry, 14th and 17th, to be featured right here on Altitude Television. Before we yeah. say goodbye. 82 Can games. I just, uh, in case anybody's yeah. wondering what's by this iPad right here, this is Vic's chewed gum that he decided to take out at the last mm. minute. So. Am I the only one who saves it? He's saving it for after the show. I yeah. just wanted everyone to know that that is. I'm going to uh, save him from that's that. That's a yeah. real thing. That's it's very a real, real thing. We're real people. Yeah. Prediction. <laughs> 82 games in a Nuggets schedule. People yes. want to know your prediction. What do you for think they wins? can do? Yeah. No. I'm no, like, what are you asking me to predict? They well, when someone anything. asks prediction, what do you think what? it is? Did you think you, win prediction right away? Jeez, be specific. What do you think it is? Yeah. Um, so last year I actually predicted 54 wins. I would no, just like, you, oh, I for swear. God's sake. <laughs> Revisionist history. I swear. Um, I think they're going to win 50 this year. I 50. think that the West is a little tougher, but I still think they're going to make a splash. Christopher. 54, right back on the dot. Back Same on the guy. number. Yeah. Chris Marlowe. I'm going 53. I think they got better personnel, but they're not quite going to get to the 54 mark. Could they go higher? Yeah. Uh -huh. If Michael Porter Jr. is the real deal, they can go higher than that. But right now it's a wait and see. 53. Gotta stay mark it down. Man, the West is going to be tough. Yep. You know, this could be one of those years where you may not win as many games. You may not win the division, mm -hmm. but you might be a better team for it. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Be, yeah. Gotta Make win the, the playoffs. Division. Yeah, you might Make be. And the then playoffs. the playoff matchups will Make the really, yeah. really matter. I mean, right. that is, it'll be rough and tumble. Well, we are proud, happy, once again, and privileged to be carrying uh, a lot, what, 75, 75 of the 82 games mm -hmm. on Altitude Television. We can't wait to bring it to you. We can't wait for the season to start. How many days uh, do you know? Man, it's, it's like 65 days. Hey, remember, the three like of us are teaming up in the uh, three on three. That's, That's right. true. When is that? September 7th. Okay. So the W's will start on September 7th. Marlon, you want to plan our <laughs> you team? Get your well, game you, you need a shooter sub. for sure. So okay. bring me out. No, no, Marlon, bring we me out. We need a scorer, not a shooter. Anybody can yeah. shoot. We need a scorer. You need yes. a maker. Yes. A maker. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon's going to be on our right team there, too. It'll be great. For Chris mm. Marlowe, Chris Dempsey, <laughs> Katie Wingy, I'm Vic Lombardi. Thanks for watching. Can't wait for Nugget season.